I felt like I was in a glass box screaming to be heard almost. Um, and, uh, you know, f- for as long as I can remember, I have a very kind of kind of complex mind and um, that see things in a different way. And I suppose I always felt lonely. And, and, and I think as I grew up, I was trying to find my way and, um, and trying to find a way of being able to express myself, um, I suppose, or be heard. Um, and ironically, um, the, you know, as I've matured and got wiser, I think, um, the less I need to be heard and the more I just feel the wonder around me, I tend to appreciate that I don't know the story ahead and it's more beautiful than if I could ever design it myself. And, and I think in those moments, I would just say, you know what, just, just sit here and appreciate and enjoy the ride because if you're trying to push life or design life or or do something, you're not going to create anything as magical as kind of sitting back, sitting back and riding with it and appreciating it. Welcome to the Gratitude Podcast on www.georgeandbenta.com, where you'll hear a new story each week that will inspire more gratitude in your own life. Our mission is to inspire 100,000 people to discover how to feel gratitude and live a happy life through the amazing life stories of our successful guests and their actionable tips. And now, the host of our podcast, Georgian Benta. Hi, Gratitude Seeker. Welcome to a new episode of the Gratitude Podcast. Today with me, I have Mark Wynn, the co-founder of the Dandelion Foundation that is on a mission to inspire the small self-governing nation of Guernsey to become the best place to live on Earth by 2020. I think this is an incredible mission to have and... Uh, we, we did talk a little bit, uh, me and Mark, and uh, what I love about his vision is that he wants to do something on a small scale that can be implemented on a, on a wider scale afterwards. And uh, Guernsey is actually, I think, one of the <laughs> the smallest nations in the world, and he can do miracles there. And uh, those those things can can influence the world itself, and it can be um, a place of inspiration for for other people. And of course, uh, gratitude is is an important part of uh, his vision. So I'm really happy to have him here with us and to to let let us know about, more about himself and about his story. Mark, welcome to the Gratitude Podcast. Hi there. Hello, everyone. So um, first, tell us a little bit about how uh, the foundation got started and how you got the vision for for something so amazing. Um, I mean, it's a long story. Um, it goes back into you know the the history of my entire existence, but um, um, but essentially, I, I grew up. Um, in a in in a family environment where the kind of two stories about make a lot of money get a good education were challenged um and um you know so i grew up questioning um questioning the world around me quite early um and then you know i built a business in my 20s and and um you know made a fair amount of money and was successful but but I didn't feel um, successful and I had a couple of nervous breakdowns. So I really started to question after that process 
um, everything. And, um, you know, I started mentoring and coaching entrepreneurs um, um, uh, in, in 2008. Um, and I became really kind of addicted to that process of helping other people um, rather than actually kind of building a business. Um, and then I ended up in a place called Singularity University in 2013, which is the University of Changing the World with Technology. And I saw that uh, two things. One, that uh, people were um, building organizations to solve world problems where the, the founders were likely to struggle because they, they weren't building things for them. They were building things to to for other people's um, way of doing things. And, um, and also that they talked about government as an unsolvable problem. And I'm from this small island of 63,000 people um, where, you know, problems exist, um, but we're able to get together and, and change policy and legislation if we want to uh, much faster than anywhere else. And so, you know, I'd always had this idea to, to or, or in 2011, I remember looking back at my email, having this idea and talking to people about um, seeding a kind of Apollo program of community into um, society um, and creating a vision for society that that you know helps people come together in unity and and and, and try and do something. Um, and you know, I mentioned this to many people, and then um, there's a my co-founder. Now we were we first time we'd had a proper conversation we were sat outside a cafe and um saying you know that this uh the island was sunny and beautiful and everybody was walking past away with the fairies in their own world going back and forth to work and they weren't really sitting appreciating what an amazing place we had and and we decided that day um to launch the conference uh launch the first conference the following year in 2014 and and to to see with if without permission we could seed this meme into society about making Guernsey the best place to live on earth. Um, because we always, we already felt that it was and um, for us and see if we could get people to step into the appreciation of where we live. And, um, and in stepping into that appreciation, get away from the negativity and all of the, the negativity that prevents progress. Um, and the simple act of, believing in a better world or appreciating the world we have is a way of getting government and community to transform. Um, so that was four years ago. We've brought over 200 speakers to our community. Um, I've had thousands of coffees and, um, you know, we're, 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 we see change makers and you, know, you mentioned about me trying to change the community it's really got nothing to do with me. It's got everything to do with everybody that lives here and nowhere can change unless everyone wants to do something different or wants to love what they live. Um, and so we're really a background drumbeat for the possibility of everybody um, that already exists. Um, and what we've seen is amazing stories of people stepping forward um, and a kind of growing up of community in many ways where we're, where, where we're seeing people being unafraid to express how amazing this place is. Um, and we're seeing, you know, things like education transform, healthcare transform, government itself transform, and so many more community leaders taking an ownership and a stake of where they live. And so that is the kind of shortest way I would describe the history, but hopefully that gives you a, a picture. Yeah, definitely. I think it's, it's such an, an amazing perspective um, 
And what I also wanted to to add uh, in the beginning, but I, I somehow forgot, was the story of how we met, actually. Uh, so <laughs> even you don't know the whole story because um, <laughs> uh, we have at, at least uh, a few listeners from Guernsey and uh, one that is particularly enthusiastic about the podcast uh, that at one point uh, reached out to, to the local BBC uh, radio and um, she actually uh, told them that they would like to uh, to hear me on the radio uh, there as well. And uh, they told them about the podcast and we had a few chats. Um, and afterwards on the interview itself, um, the amazing host of, uh, of uh, Radio Guernsey uh, actually talked about your project and what you're doing and that we should get in touch and we did and it was interesting that at the 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 precise moment uh you tell the story about that actually how how was it for you from your side (laughs) yeah i was i think i was just driving in my community and and i just switched the radio on when i was driving in between two places and i literally listened to the radio for five minutes that day or 10 minutes that day and the exact moment um, that I switched that radio on, you were you were speaking to Jenny, and you were having that conversation about having a chat with us um, and what we do. And it was just really spooky that that um, that the only time I was listening on that day, I I always you know have listened for longer on other days. I'm a big fan of her show, and um, and uh, yeah, I know it was just that amazing synchronicity, amazing moment in time, uh, which you know I, those sort of things actually happen quite frequently to me, and I'm <laughs> um, so I, I tend to know when I get a signal like that that it's that it, that it's time to have a conversation and 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 some things to happen. So it was just one of those moments. Exactly, exactly, and and we had the chat, uh, a virtual coffee, and. Uh, we are going to do some some interesting things together, and I'm really happy about that. Um, but f- firstly, l- let's get a little bit back to to our to your story, actually, to um, how it was for you when you were successful but unfulfilled. Like I see this this theme quite a lot. Like there are many people that seem to be very successful, like their their business is going great or they seem very successful from the outside, but inside they're struggling. And for me, at least, uh, gratitude has been always very, very helpful in uh, appreciating the journey itself, but also um, being happy with where I am in in the moment. Yeah, um, I certainly, you know, I've... I um you know I kind of always describe it as um I felt like I was in a glass box screaming to be heard almost um and uh, you know f- for as long as I can remember I'm a very kind of kind of complex mind and um that see things in a different way and I suppose I always felt lonely and and, and I think as I grew up I was trying to find my way and um and trying to find a way of being able to express myself, um, I suppose, or be heard. Um, and ironically, um, the, you know, as I've matured and got wiser, I think, um, the less I need to be heard, 
and the more I just feel the wonder around me, um, the more people have listened to and um, and the more I've just stepped into who I am and the way I do things for all the good and bad. And, um, and then, you know, gratitude in those moments um, of kind of struggle or anything now, it's like I, I tend to appreciate that I don't know the story ahead and it's more beautiful than if I could ever design it myself. And, and I think in those moments I would just say, you know what, just, just sit here and appreciate and enjoy the ride because if you're trying to push life or design life or, or do something, you're not going to create anything as magical as <clears throat> just kind of sitting back, sitting back and riding with it and appreciating it. And, uh, uh, and, you know, we're, I'm human. So there are times where I forget that. And, um, and, um, and, um, but I find that that kind of looking at the world with curiosity and wonder and appreciation is the way to, to get me back to myself. Um, and I, and uh, hopefully uh, I get better at cultivating that over time because it's nice when I do. Hmm. And I love that perspective. Instead of worrying about the future, having a feeling of wonder and of um, curiosity of what it brings, I, I think that is... And that can be very powerful, especially since so many people are suffering from anxiety. Uh, it's usually when people think about the future and they do so in a negative way. For instance, if we look at the news and, um, I don't know, almost always something bad happens because this is how the news work. Uh, and when you think about the future, it's it's not very, it's not something to look uh, forward to with uh, gratitude or with uh, wonder or with curiosity and I think this can be uh, really powerful how do you manage to do that in spite of all of the negatives well I kind of I mean because I because I work on the small um, that's expand that will one day expand to give you know I get to see people every day that are making change and making transformation um, and I trust and I see some amazing changes and transformation. And I just think of all of the people in the world that must be going through the same thing and doing the same thing. And I know there's a lag time and I know how almost the noise of negativity wakes people up and drives people and, uh, to do good things. And, and, um, and so, you know, I, I see that I have just a great, overwhelming belief in people um and the human race um uh despite the illusion almost of all the noise and negativity that's going on um i just really think we'll work it out um and this is part of the story um you know and i and i i'm, I'm kind of quite utopian in that way and um but as i i say to my dystopian friends i say well look you know if the world does end um, I'd have had a great day every day up till then. Um, I don't get what the downside of, of having faith is, you know, because, <laughs> um, you know, there's nothing I can do about it other than, other than enjoy what I have and, and, and try to do the best I can where I live. Um, and, and, and I feel that doing that can contribute my, my kind of one seven and a half billionth of the the problem, and I think the more of us that take responsibility for 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 how we are in the world, 
um, that we can scale that out. Um, and in, in some ways, there's there's nothing to do other than um, to improve yourself and you know um, live with your family in the best way you can and, and serve your community the best way you can. And um, and I think in that the world will transform if more and more people do that. Exactly, exactly. And I think, like, I, I totally uh, believe in in. Uh, in your perspective on faith and it's so important and so powerful and uh, i was thinking about all of the things that have happened in our history like all of the wars like for instance we were living in the most peaceful era ever and um another thing that that got to uh that i that i was thinking about was the fact that just a few tens of years after the world war europe for instance was almost entirely rebuilt and um when i went to vienna for instance you you didn't even feel that there was a war there like they rebuilt everything and they did it uh from my point of view in a really beautiful way like um they integrated art with it and uh th- they did high quality uh, uh work they-, they built amazing things in spite of all of the the bad things that have happened in spite of all of the buildings that were uh destroyed by the war by the bombings and everything and we as a human race we've been through so many so many things and we somehow managed to survive and to thrive actually because we're we're uh, actually uh, as a number we're getting uh, bigger and bigger and uh, that's in spite of all of the problems that we see today and i think that this can make us think and it can get us to to appreciate a little bit uh, where we are in the world right now what do you think yeah no I mean renewal I suppose is would be the word I'm hearing from um from you and I think you know individually we have this capacity to renew ourselves after struggle and um and communities I mean my my this community was occupied during the war um you know there's a film that's been releasing at the moment called Guernsey and the literary potato peel society that was inspired by it. and you know the the people here had a really tough time no food um they were cut off for years and um and you know this community whatever's happened to it has has bounced back and um whenever it's had tough times it's reimagined itself and um uh and you know i'm the same with me whenever i've had tough times it's always been the precursor to something more beautiful and um and um you know the the world will you know, and and I think about this beyond the human race. I mean, ultimately, this planet will renew itself with or without us. Um, and um, um, you know, whether we're here in a few centuries really depends on our capacity to. Uh, the Earth will certainly be here, and life will be rich. Um, and but it's whether we've we've destroyed ourselves in the meantime that <laughs> that matters, and 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 that's it. You know, people worry about the planet. I don't worry about the planet at all um uh the 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 planet will shrug us off 
um, <laughs> if, if we if we don't learn to appreciate it. So, um, and it will renew, and life will come back, and um, and richness will come back in a, in a new way, as it has done with every meteor, with every um, with thing. It comes back more than before, and um, uh, you know, our choice really is: do we go the way of the dinosaurs, or do we learn to live in harmony and um, and 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 evolve as one? Um, and um, because the world's going to be just fine without us. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's quite an interesting perspective. It's it's a bit uh, it's a bit uh, dark from my point of view, but uh, the, the bright side of it is that uh, when we think about uh, the fact that we can renew ourselves as well, I think, for instance, for our listeners that are uh, feeling down right now and. They might feel that everything is um, bad in their life or that th there is no hope. They can actually uh, think about the wars and the fact that we as a, as a race, we have been through so many things and we somehow managed to rebuild. And most of the times we managed to rebuild better and to be stronger thanks to those experiences. And... I think this is like a real life example and it's not something emotional uh, or something that you can't see, but it's actually something physical that we can see. And I think that's, that's really powerful and uh, hopefully it's inspiring for, for our listeners to, to meditate on that. Yeah. Hope is such a strong word. Um, and it's, it's kind of, it's an internal word. I think, you know, we're able to manufacture, you know, I was always inspired by that film, The Shawshank Redemption, that kind of modeled that word hope and 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 how, um, you know, people in the darkest of circumstances, there there are some people that can always always have it, um, and so you know we must. Um, it's it's possible to find hope within and and hope, you know, as 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 of seeding that bold goal in community. We what we're really doing is tapping into the hopes and dreams of uh, a collective community and using that to kind of ride the wave of possibility. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's definitely, a, it's within us all. Um, and uh, I think those moments of gratitude, as you're saying, those moments of meditation, those quiet moments, we're able to, once we can quiet the fear, the mind, the, the seeing everything that's bad in the world and, and get into the silence and into the stillness, then hope arrives um, uh, and warmth arrives and, and magic arrives. And, you know, you only have to look at a, a bumblebee on a flower or, or um, you know, a tree blowing in the wind to realize that there's, there's still magic here. Hmm. That's amazing. That's amazing. By the way, um, who are the people in your life that uh, have influenced you in a way that m makes you feel really grateful that you have met them and uh, that they had that powerful influence on you? Um, so, I mean, I've met so many people. If, I, if I'm honest, um, you know, who are the greatest influences on my, you know, my father, um, Uh, you know, he he taught me that you know, he left school at 14 from a poor background, and he taught me, I suppose, in the belief of of you know you can just make things happen. And um, um, you know, my 
my um um I, you know i'm i learn from everyone i meet um and my wife who you know we've been together 20 years and has such heart and drive and all of these kind of things my brother who i built a business with again such drive and determination um and then you know i've through through inviting amazing people from all over the world here you know they all inspire me and i get to spend time with some of the people doing the most incredible things um and then i see leaders emerge in my own community and i spend time with them and i'm I'm just so inspired by by the human potential of people that that take steps but i think in relevance to to this podcast i think um you know i was very much on the big and the grand um and people like um john sweeney from suspended coffees which is a kindness movement and and uh, which showed me this power of small actions to to change the world and people like nippon meta who um has uh, service space again um which is a um generosity incubator again showing the power of small actions to change the world these these are the kind of people that 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 shook my belief in it shook my thing is you need to create something big all the time and you know i do work on something like that but but understanding that you you build big things from from small actions um uh, i think is is the thing that that, and and the people that that embody that 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 live it kind of eat sleep and breathe it they're the guys that just that i'm 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 kind of in awe in their presence wow that that's that's amazing and it's so true because everything that's big whether that's good or bad <laughs> it it is built out of small things and that's how it it gets big so um we're nearing the end of our time together and i wanted to ask you how can our audience find you how can can our audience support you um so uh, to find me uh, i have a website that kind of links to everything that's going on in my world um that's markwin.com and mark is m a r c win is w i w n um that links to the dandelion foundation that links to my blog that i've kind of written. and i also have a podcast that i've kind of shared conversations with some of the change makers uh, that's all linked from that that website. I mean, if you want to go directly to the Dandelion Foundation, then it's dandelion.gg. GG is Guernsey's domain name. Um, and, um, you know, what are what are the challenges that, that we're facing uh, in, or I'm facing in a project is, um, you know, making this work financially. You know, one of the challenges of building from small actions is, um, is that you know the best way to make change happen in a community is to not want credit um and so we empower others and we try to build in a way that we don't really exist um in some ways so that that we create the space for what already exists to emerge and challenge and and we've not yet really found the people that understand how to uh, understand uh, from a that how to financially support that that type of approach to creating a whole system transformation you know, people want kind of measurement and projects and defined outcomes and, hey, you know, changing the world is about joy, love, <laughs> connection, all these kind of things. So, um, you know, that's the one part we haven't solved. So um, if the people are connected to people out there that love this kind of mode of transformation that we're trying in community and, and want to uh, support its 
building here and around the world, then I'd be really, really um, appreciative to, to meet and be connected to them. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you so much for being here with us and for sharing all of these amazing stories. Yeah. And thank you for having me. And thank you everyone for, for listening and taking some of your time to, to, to immerse yourself in this little world we're building. Thank you for listening to our weekly podcast. Help us reach our goal of inspiring 100,000 people by sharing this podcast with your loved ones, with your Facebook friends. And if you loved this episode, please write a review on iTunes.